Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the money flow. So, um, yesterday I went into Houston in uh, the Wall Street Trapper. I'm sure some, a lot of you know him. And him, 500, we're having an in-person um, get-together. Um, I'm wanting to do some of these. I've been to plenty that were non-internet influencers. So I kind of wanted to see you know, what people are doing, how they're putting it together. And it was also an opportunity to meet up with some of the people inside of the Money Flow Trading Society. And super cool. Um, that's always fun. And you know, I want to do some events. I kind of wanted to see how they're how they're doing it, and I could nitpick it and say what I liked and what I didn't like. That that wasn't really my intent to do a review over it or or anything. Um, you know, not my place. And you know, it takes great courage to get up in front of a crowd and try to you know spit your knowledge and and make it you know make it make some sense. It's 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 it's, it's you know nerve wracking. Um. I would, you know, I probably had 15 people, I guess, who recognized me, knew who I was, you know, thanked me for my book that I had a short conversation with. And there's this, I could feel this urgency. And I remember one of the guys in the crowd asked a question that like, he was really into crypto. He was into, he liked the idea of real estate. He liked the idea of dividends and passive income and all these things that are kind of in the space and in the genre of trading. And as I was listening to that, and you know, I'm a guy that does all of that. And I, and I was just thinking back, what was I doing when I was this dude's age? And what I was doing with this guy's age is I was skill stacking, meaning I was focused on one thing. So when I first got going, I was really focused on acquiring some real estate. And so that was where the skills were. My time was spent was trying to learn real estate. And I, I've always been interested in the markets and commodities and I've always messed around with it. And I got to a point where I felt like my trading, you know, I th looking back, I think it kind of hurt me, and I don't want to say it hurt me because I stayed with it, but a lot of the times that I spent trying to actively move the markets around or somehow thinking I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you know I'm going to be cute, and I'm going to buy this here, kept me from growing my primary business. It maybe held me back from acquiring more real estate, which ultimately would have allowed me to ultimately be trading or investing bigger money in the stock market. So in other words, maybe you take a one step back to take two steps forward, if that makes sense. And I probably should have had more of a passive, a passive um, allocation to the stock market or kept it simple in the sense like focus on stocks that I was convicted, you know, I was actually convicted on rather than so that when they went down, there really wasn't a lot to do. It was just accumulate more shares on stage ones and then go about my primary business. Meaning I truly believe that, that the money flow is, while I know everybody wants to make it this you know active machine that somehow prints and makes yourself money, we don't control, you may hear a dog in the back, we don't control the markets. And the more and more that I've just let go of that idea, 
So like when the market pulls back, I don't feel a need to get short. And I know some of you do, you have it in there. It's like this. And I know it's, it's a lot of that's ego based. Like you feel like you have to be doing something all the time that somehow through your actions, you're going to outsmart the market. You're going to get ahead of it. You're going to beat it. And you know, if that's your obsession and you put in the time and the effort and the skill set, understand that even if you're the greatest poker player in the world, you don't know the next card. And so you're always dealing with uncertainty and risk, you know, and I don't know how much uncertainty and risk you should really be dealing with until you build a base, I guess is where I'm going. Meaning the young man that I was listening to talk, I was thinking, does he have, does he have $50,000? You know, is he debt free? Right. You know how much easier it gets to trade when you got a hundred thousand or 50,000 in an S and P 500 fund. Right. Right. You got that money in there. That money's passively growing. It's compounding. Well, guess what? You could, you could borrow against that if you needed to, you know, that's a borrowable asset. And so that would allow you to be in the market, follow the market as time allows, not be obsessed with, oh, I got to make this move. I got to make that move. You're getting the compound effect of the market. And so that you can actually make a case for passive investing in the stock market if your time is better served other places, if you don't find stocks interesting. And so that's what I always, you know, one of the things I say to people, they say, hey, should I, you know, should I be picking stocks? And I'm like, do you feel the need to do that? See, I feel the need to pick individual stocks. I get great pleasure and joy out of picking stocks, managing my own portfolio. But this this is something that took a long time to develop skills, you know, to, to be a comfortable with that, comfortable with sell-offs and comfortable with the uncertainty of the market. Also, I don't need the money. I mean, you, you see the advantage to that, right? So if a guy has all of his wealth tied up in a portfolio that he's managing and the market takes a big dive and it's down 30, 40, 50%, his response may be different than mine. When I got $2 million in, in, in income or in, in real estate that's paying me passive income, you know, um, our response to a downturn may, you know, I may be excited because I have liquid cash. I don't have any debt. I'm looking to build my portfolio. My vision is further out. He's looking at, oh my God, I'm down. I've lost money. I've never lost money. I don't, under, you know, not to say I haven't closed a trade for a loser, but I just move it over. We move on. It's not a loss, you know, not in my mind. And I think a lot of this is about mindset. Like, how are you seeing it? So let me ask you, what is your focus on? Like maybe, maybe just a 10 or 20 stock portfolio where you just, as you add new money, you add it to stage ones. You become oblivious to the fact what direction the markets go. And like, you don't even give a shit. And you put your focus on your job, man, getting your career, getting your income to $100,000 or getting out of debt, right? Maybe you just put a little bit in the stocks, but your focus is getting out of debt. Now, you can't do that and do crypto and do real estate and wholesale. Like you've got to pick one thing, get some skills, get some skills. And that skill process takes time. And so, you know. When I started to move into crypto, and I feel like I know a fair amount now, it's taken me, I think it's taken me about six months 
to get up to the level. Most of the people I meet about crypto don't know shit. They act like they know shit. They don't know shit, right? And they don't have much money in it. Tells me their conviction level, right? And and so I, when I first started doing crypto, now you got to think, this is after spending years studying options, years doing futures. I've been a day trader. I built out this dividend portfolio. I built out this real estate portfolio. So I'm going to come at it with a base of skills, an understanding of the patterns of the market. That it, And then I, the first thing that I did when I came to crypto, first thing I did is I went back and I just charted it and I followed the charts for all 10 years. All 10 years. And so I, why? I need to, price has memory. And so if price can, if is it common that price drops 50%? Yeah, okay. That means I don't need to freak out. That's common. Like I already established it. I studied history. History repeats itself. It's one of the basic principles of the money flow trading strategy. Where price has been before, it can go again. It's expected to. So if price is moving up, I expect it to go where it went before. If price is moving down, I expect it to go where it was before. And so there's no shock or surprise. And what is that? That's, that's, that's skills being built on top of skills, meaning I did the same thing with dividend. Dude, it wasn't long ago. The anthem and the theme was if you own dividend stocks, you're a complete dumbass, that there's no reason to own dividends, that dividends are dead. I could show you article after article person after person, people within our own trading group saying to me, Gerald, why would you own a buy and hold stock portfolio when all tech does is go up? Well, that's because their time in the market or their maturity level as a trader is different. They're seeing right now. I'm seeing 20 years of trading. I know things go in and out of favor. Crypto get hot again. Guess what? After it gets hot, guess what? It'll crash again. And then guess what? Then it'll get hot again. And then guess what? It'll crash again. So because my portfolio is diversified, because my skill sets are diversified, because I own money, oh, you know, earn money multiple different ways, my approach, my approach, maybe we call it my maturity level, will be different. You know? You know, should, do I think a kid should spend much of his brain power worrying about Dogecoin? Um, maybe, I mean, maybe if you, if you learn some charts and you understand what the breakout is, you know, and you put five or 10 grand and you're, you, you understand you could lose it and it runs. I mean, and when I say, I don't mean you're just buying, I mean, you're actually formulating a plan. I'm going to buy here. If I'm wrong, I'm going to sell it here. Like you sit down and you map out a plan. Okay. That's a risk reward, you know, parameters. Like you've created an environment. You may prosper, you may not, but you have a plan, right? You're not just buying, hoping. But what does that come from? Studying charts, you know, studying charts. And so ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? Is me worrying about crypto, you know, do I really believe that? Is this the best use of my time? Or is it getting my family out of debt? Or is it building my business or is it working on my, you know what I'm saying? Working on my side hustle. Can I do both? So if you're working a side hustle, then I would say, you know, a buy and hold strategy is really what you should be focusing on. Why? Because it doesn't take all this brain power. You're not having to try to figure out how to beat the market or manipulate the market, right? And so I don't know where you're at. The money flow encompasses all of that. You know, the buy and hold stuff is easy, man. 
It's it's easy. What you get though inside of a group, I noticed this when I talk with a lot of people. The people in a group have more conviction. People who do it alone often don't have as much conviction. Those are the people that when the market starts to crash, they get a little nervous. They don't have a guy like me in the ear going, hey, don't be a little bitch. Because I mean that. That's what you're being. Like, I mean that literally. That is literally what you're being when you get all freaked out because the market goes down. You need that in your ear, man. You need that. People who don't need that are broke people. I need that. I need that voice. I got to go seek that voice out, man. Like, I need inspiration, too. I need, I need, you know, I need to be inspired, man. I got more books to write. I got more shit to say. I want to get on stage and talk. I want to spread my message of the blue-collar millionaire, you know, and how that looks different for everyone. And seeing in the faces and talking with young people who are really confused as to how to implement a lot of these things, even the stuff as I listen to him 500 talk about, you know, getting people five and six credit cards. I remember sitting over thinking, why? Okay, now you have a credit card. Good. You can go in debt. How does that help you? You know, you don't need more credit cards. You need, you need, you need to make money. <laughs> Most of your problems are answered with money. You know, if you, if you were clearing an extra hundred K a year that you didn't need any sell-off in the stock market would be nothing but an opportunity for you. Right. The only guy who fears the stock market sell-off is a guy who lives in scarcity. He doesn't believe he can get more money in there. He doesn't have much money. All his money is in there. And so he sees this world in this bubble of scarcity. Because if you can't get any more money in your account and the market crashes, well, you're you're just down your money. When market crashes for me because I make money every month, I'm trying to figure out, damn, which one of these awesome stocks should I add to? Not what should I sell and get out of. Now, That's not to take away from the active trader who wants to short and put on hedges and all that. That's fine and dandy, okay? Nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times I see people doing that with such small sums. It it doesn't matter even if you get it right, man. You know, you'd have been better served just, just making more money at work, man. Just make more money at work and build up that base, you know? Get your trading, like the way your trading account, and I, and this is a big area of confusion. I got to where I was trading a quarter of a million dollars, right? And I got about 750 in dividend stocks. Not because I traded my way there, but because I learned a strategy and I invested into my strategy. Just like you invest into a business. Do you think Apple grew to Apple without investing back in Apple? Yeah, it started as a thing in a garage. But guess what? They took on shareholders. What does that mean? Investors. Meaning you're going to invest back into your business. Kathy Woods isn't trading $20 billion because she started with you know, $7 million of her own money. She put $7 million of her own money into her trading strategy. And then she went out and what? Is in a constant state of getting other people to do what? Invest in her trading strategy. Why does she take in more investors? Because she needs money to push the strategy. So when the market goes down, she can accumulate more shares. So then when it goes back up, she has a hell of a lot more money than she had last time when she was there. And that's the process investing. At some point, Maybe you don't want to invest it, but I've never met anyone who got rich who invest, who stopped just completely stopped investing. But I know a lot of poor people who don't invest in their own selves, in their own you know stock portfolios. You know they're like, oh, I'm down. Okay, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Right? You get what I'm saying? I hope you get what I'm saying, man. 
to this day. So my net worth is $3 million. Today I pushed over $200 and something dollars. I'm going to be buying shares of CLSK. I am constantly pushing and adding. Why? Because I want to get to where I'm trading, trading a million dollars. You know how long it's going to take me to get there? I bet I could get there eventually just trading and trading. And you say, okay, we have a 20% year and then a 20% year. Dude, I'm not waiting around on all that. I'm going to push it. I'm going to get my 20% year plus I'm going to put in money. And then I'm going to get my 20% year plus I'm going to put in money. And I'm going to get my 20% plus year and I'm going to put in money. Now what happens is my growth is exponential. Guess what? Because now why? Because my trade size grows exponential along with my skill set. So this is not a one-time, one thing where you, like, get all that bullshit out of your head. This is for the rest of your life. You're investing in you. You got to go to the dentist. Why? So your teeth don't fucking fall out, right? You got to get the tires changed. Why? You already bought the car. Why you got to buy tires, right? You're going to need sales training. You're going to need new skills. You're going to need to learn about tax code. So the richer you get, dude, I'm constantly learning New, like, what are tax strategies I could do? What are things I could do to lower my overhead? What are things I could do to expand? How could I sell more books? How could I bring on, you know, should I bring on a video? How do I put, like, like it's just a constant state of growth, thinking, pushing. It's never static. It never is, man. For me, it's never static. It's never static, man. It's never static. I want to mix my play with work. I hear people like, oh, you don't want to do, man, that's because you're doing shit you don't like doing. You, you drop me at a beach. I'm cool at the beach. I like the beach. I'll get a beer. Before long, I'm going to be talking to somebody about their stock investment. Probably sell the guy a book, get him on my Instagram. What am I doing? I'm constantly networking. If you were at that event with me, what did you see me doing? Right? Yeah, I'm going to stay and hang out and talk to my people, but then what? Then I got to move, man. Why? Because I'm not off work, man. I'm working. I'm working 24-7, man. I'm trying to collect money 24-7. That's not for everyone. That's not for everyone. I get that. But that is for someone. And someone needed to hear that message. Dude, I do not take days off ever. I work 24-7. Even when I'm at a bar having a beer and we're drinking, somebody in there is going to follow me on Instagram. Think of that. Think of what I just said. Somebody... In there is going to follow me on Instagram. Somebody in this place needs my help, needs my message, needs my book, right? Now, is that going to happen everywhere? No, but as I allow myself to be open to the possibility, when I bump into someone and they say, hey, what do you do? Oh, thank you for the opportunity to tell you, (laughs) right? You see what I'm saying? And then guess what? A lot of people aren't interested. Well, guess what? That's one less person in the world I got to talk to, right? And that's how I see it. And so a lot of times when I'm on vacation and nobody's talking to me and I'm not answering DMs, guess what? I'm sitting there fiddling on a book and I'm thinking. And, and so it become, oh, and then I woke up at the beach and a dividend hit my, hit my account. What is that? Money came in. Not from my employer, dude. That's from labor that I did years and years ago still paying me today in the form of a passive income. Last night, MFA paid me what? $260, $270. I didn't do shit. I got paid two sixty. What is that? Almost three hundred dollars for the weekend, right? To do nothing. Like that money just came in over the weekend, but that money was made and invested years ago, man. And now it's still paying me, still growing. And so I'm in this constant state of growth. And and guess what? The businesses will change. I've had nine or ten different businesses over the years. 
It's not one thing. I, I have no doubt at some point this business will fail. Like all businesses fail. If you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing will fail. You will buy stocks that go out of business. You will have losing trades. When I think back on that, I think back on all the problems that I've had, the bad stock picks, you know, and people, oh, Gerald. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, you little crybaby. You don't think I've bought stocks that went to zero? Boo fucking who? You don't think Warren Buffett's lost money in stocks? Boo fucking who? Get off your ass, go get some more money and get back in that game, man. You know, it may, seriously, it pisses me off, dude, because it's such bullshit. I don't know, you know, fuck, you lost, good. You don't think Craig, uh, 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 McGregor, I can't even think, lost a fight, you know? You don't think traders get shit wrong? Some of the greatest traders in the world, had a guy the other day, look, oh, my account's been kind of floundering around for a couple months. One, it tells me you're not doing your homework because if you look at the fucking market, penny stocks, biotech stocks, they're all down. Why would yours be up if they're all down? So that means your account's doing normal behavior, man. It's doing normal behavior. So when that guy said that to me, I got, here's what I know. I got a guy who's not studying history. He's not watching the indexes. He thinks he's trading, but he's half-assed doing it. And you say, why? Because he doesn't understand the sector rotation that's going on now. You know, well, what do you think about CRDF? I think all biotechs are in the shithole right now. Like, why do we even have to have that conversation? They're all in the shithole right now. So what is that? Is that a, no, it's an opportunity, man. What does that mean? It means take your time, drip in them, shut the fuck up about them and just drip in them and build your positions. Pick the, your favorite ones and give them time. They're going to break out, dude. If you go study history, you wouldn't be freaked out about them. You know, so maybe I can't do live events because during the live event, I get mad and start throwing chairs at people, you know, like seriously, at some point there's got to, you know, it, that, that comes from study, man. And so when I look back and I think, okay, this is part of working the eighth day. It's not always like right now I'm painting a house, dude. It's not that all the time. It may be reading, you know, I read hours and hours and hours a week, hours, so let me ask you, did you read any last week? So if you went a week and you didn't read and I read hours, how the fuck do you think I got to be worth millions of dollars? That's the eighth day. So at night you're reading, you know, what are you reading exactly? Everything, you know, newspapers, fine, but I'm not trying to read news to get scared, man. So if you read shit and then it makes you go against the money flow, you're fucking, you're reading wrong. That's not what you're supposed to be reading. You're not reading to go against your strategy. You're reading to see what's coming up, what's around the corner, how many things may affect. Oh, maybe there's going to be some weakness. That isn't to get out. That's to prepare to get money to get in, man. And so, I don't know. It, it, it comes back to how you see yourself. And I, you know, I asked this one kid. He's like, oh, man, I'm really trying. And I said, what, uh, what financial newspapers are you subscribed to? And he said, what do you mean? I said, like, Barron's. Oh, none. Man, get the fuck away from me, man. I didn't say that. That's what I'm thinking. Don't come over here with this bullshit. Oh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, tr- no, you're not, man. You're not even doing the reading part. Right? Or, oh, did I hit a nerve? Because you're not doing it either? I thought you wanted to be a trader. You thought it was just charts, man. It ain't just charts, man. That's just part of it, man. It's opening your eyes and seeing the money flow all around you. All the ticker symbols you drive by. All this shit, man. It's everywhere, man. 
it's everywhere, man. It's not just looking at charts, right? It's looking at the people around you. It's getting more money out of the universe, man. Stop hanging out with losers. You know, don't let people monopolize you. Like being a, being in a state of 24-7 work doesn't mean you're sitting there at your desk doing work 24-7. The Apostle Paul said, pray without ceasing. Explain to me how you pray without ceasing. How do you do that? How do you always pray, never stopping? That's not possible. He didn't mean it like get on your knees and, oh, Jesus. Think. That's not what he meant. He meant be in a state of prayer. Be a living prayer. Be a person who's just like you're in communion all the time with your daily expressions, the way you carry yourself. Like, in other words, you're always in the money flow. Man, I wish people understood that. People come in here, think it's about stocks, then they quit and leave, still in debt, still broke, never got the money flow, man. Go off to another group, still broke, still in debt, never increased their income, never got into the money flow but pass some judgment on the money flow because they thought the money flow was about a couple stocks in three or four months it would move up and down. And they didn't realize, oh, this game takes actual skill set, patience, personal attributes they may not have. Did you know that? So the little whiny bitch, that's that's a personal attribute you need to work on because we all have that little whiny bitch inside of us, both males and females. You know, I know women that'll kick your ass. Tough. And I know men that can't fight at all. So I'm not talking about on that kind of time. I'm talking about mental strain. I know guys that can't physically fight, but they can outthink you. They can outread you, outstudy you, right? Outmarket you, outwork you. They can't out they can't out bench press you. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people do a lot of bench pressing, don't do any reading. And they're like, oh I don't know why I'm not rich. Because you don't read, man. Everybody I've ever read that was rich read. They're always seeking to improve, man. You, know, you could substitute video in there. I'm not saying that. That could be a substitute. But you know, make sure that your inner voice matches the shit you're saying, what you want to accomplish. You know, And it's going to take time. You're not going to just digest everything I just said. But these things take time. So if you're trying to be a crypto expert, a dividend expert, a trading expert, you're trying – bullshit, dude. You can't do all that, not in any sort of re- legitimate time frame. You, you know, it's going to take a long time for you to master all of those, to understand. It really is. And how do you know? Based on your actions, man. Based on your actions. Like, say a company cuts a dividend. Is that bad? Like, if you're first, well, I got to sell it. Well, maybe then you don't actually understand how dividends work. Because sometimes cutting the dividend is the best thing you could do. Why? Because it's going to free the company up to do better things so that they can, can pay a bigger dividend down the road, man. Oh, but that that's, you know, again, but we're trying to, quote, do dividends, but we're acting like stock traders. Dividends is not stock trading. It's two different games, right? And so we got to ask yourself, is is your behavior matching your skill set? So are you trying to trade dividend stocks like you're a trader? Are you trying to trade like you're doing buy and hold? I mean, you know, what are you doing? Get real damn clear because they all require different skill sets. Right, being the sales manager is different than being the salesman working the floor. You may be really good at managing people, but not so good at selling one on one, interacting with people. You get what I'm saying? Different skill set to be a manager of salesmen than it is to be a salesman. Right? And you could be a great salesman, doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager of salesmen because management is a different skill set. Well, dividend stocks is not trading, guys, it's not trading. Okay, 
portfolio management is not trading. You know, just copying Kathy Woods is not being a good trader, okay? Because she does some dumb shit sometimes, if you haven't seen. Let me be on record. Kathy Woods and them do dumb shit sometimes. I told everyone in the world, do not buy Coin IPO. Don't be an idiot. There were still people in the money flow group just had to. They just had to be idiots. They could not, they could not look at history or fucking study. You know, the reason I scream that stuff and start cursing is because there's just data and evidence and evidence and evidence and evidence. Do not buy IPOs. The evidence can't be any clearer. It's like you walk into a casino and they go, hey, there's this game over here that 90% of the time you lose. And you're like, yeah, I like to play that game. Because one time, 10% go up. And so I'm willing to take capital instead of allocating it to the trading strategy that I supposedly believe in. I'm going to say, fuck that and just put it into something that may probably not work. And yet people do this all week and they don't think they don't see. Listen, I don't really care what you do with your money. I defend the money flow. And if you're doing shit that's not the money flow, I have an obligation to say it, right? Because I don't want you to fucking contaminate the people around you to stay in poverty with you. That's what's going to happen. Because if you live your life doing dumb shit, making dumb decisions, gambling, guess what? You're never going to build wealth, man. And I'm not against gambling, but go get 100 grand before you do that. Like, do it the right way for a long time and then go gambling. Get it? Don't sit and play blackjack with $10,000 when you only got $10,000 in the bank. But when you got a million, you want to go blow 10, that's fine. And so if you... Kathy Woods can jump on an IPO. She has an unlimited amount of money coming in. So she can be stupid and in the end win. You don't have that. You don't have that. You need to be a little more strategic than that. Right? And it makes me mad because I know people are on limited money, you know? And same people who will buy those stupid IPOs will be the ones crying about a stock going down. And it's like, oh my God. Get your mind around this stuff, man. Mindset, mind, method, and money. Get the mindset down. Decide what, what, what are you doing? Are you trying to master everything right off the bat? You know, is that, is that what you're trying to do? You know? uh, and if that's the case, are you putting in the study time to back that up? Really? Really? You really are. And if you are, hmm, congratulations. You know, but uh, this live that I met, I met a lot of people. You know what I met? I met a lot of confused people. They weren't sure what they were doing. They're not really sure. And I get it. That's why they're there, you know. But I kind of opened my eyes. There's a lot of people confused. There's a lot of people babbling to the confused, you know. And it's not an executable formula. Say what you want about the money flow. I'm going to get fucking rich. Whether you stay with me or not, I'm going to continue to accumulate and grow and collect those dividends and build out my real estate and something like, I'm going to grow, man. You can leave and just watch. <laughs> I'm going to grow. I'm going to push my intent into the universe. I settled this shit long ago with me in the stock market. I settled the fear of crashes long ago. The shit you're struggling with, I settled long ago. That gives me an advantage over you, man. You're the fourth seller. The world is filled with little bitches, man. The moment you decide not to be one, but to be a king, kings can't be scared.